0: Before I get into my lesson, I have to say this. A lot of us, all of us in here are blessed. But when you go to the hospital and when the doctor says your new name is Lazarus because you rose from the dead. I think that we ought to give God the praise when we see somebody like Brother White. Coming to the house of the Lord. If I didn't believe in the healing power of God. I'm certainly a true believer right now. And I like the fact that when God gave Brother White the health and strength, he brought himself to the house of God to give him some praise. I wanna give you a forewarning. You may have to buckle up today. Some things I say you may not even agree with. And I'm going to let you know right now, I don't care. We just got to go in God's word. And, And I admit, there are some things in this word that I had to read a lot of times to make sure that I read it right the first time. Because God is good, but God also has expectations. And if you look at it, we can't get mad at God because God is always going to outdo for us what we do for Him. Just to be alive today, we got to give God the glory because every day that the Lord gives us is a blessing and an opportunity. You know, as we get older, some of those aches and pains ain't going to go away. Being gay ain't going to take everything away. Cowgun is gone already. So we have to adjust our minds to look for the good anyhow. I may be hurting a little bit over here and feeling a little bit sore over there, but I'm going to give God the glory because when I got up this morning, I knew who I was. As children of God, we have to learn how to live one day at a time. We get mixed up and messed up when we try to live a whole week at the same time. You and I, we need to learn how to embrace the goodness of God regardless of what is going on around us because it's God's goodness that's going to bring peace into our lives. I'm going to jump straight into this. If we want to have love and serenity in our lives, and if we want to have peace in our hearts, we must have Jesus. When it comes to love and peace, there are no shortcuts you don't have to mess with me I don't have to mess with you but life is going to happen even if you stay in the house all day long somebody is going to find a way how to get under your skin are y'all gonna be with me today as children of God I need to let you know church we're gonna have to witness the good and the bad we're gonna have to witness the evil But no two two days will be the same when it comes to our lives because every day is different. Although time changes, Jesus remains constant. We don't have to worry about tomorrow and what tomorrow is going to bring when we have hope in Jesus today if we want to have joy in our lives we need to learn how to embrace the right now blessings so many people are blessed right now and they can't even give god the glory of the praise simply because they are worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day how about just giving god praise for the right now blessings the blessings that he gave me right now i can't worry about tomorrow I know this is not easy. Because I have worried about things that I had no business worrying about. Sometimes we can't even sleep. Because of something that happened that is not even worth us missing our rest for. But we're human. We go through things, we go through life and we're just human and and sometimes regardless of how strong we believe we are, sometimes God allows us to see that we are not as strong as we thought we were. Even when we purpose in our hearts to do good, bad can sometimes show up. Oftentimes when bad shows up, The first person that gets blamed is God. As a matter of fact, some people are so sick and tired of things happening in their lives that they would go as far as to say that there is no God. Well, uh, my advice to you is this. If you believe that there is no God, You better hope that you are right. Because the word says a fool. Says in his heart. That there is no God. The word also says that he that trusts in his own heart. Is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely. He shall be delivered. If you and I want to be delivered today. We must walk with the one. Who can order our steps. I know sometimes people may try to order us around. But nobody is wise enough. To order our steps. To handle this thing called life. We need a tour guide. We need a tour guide to guide us through this life. To help us to navigate through this life. And the tour guide name is Jesus. If we don't have Jesus in our lives, we're going to get consumed with things that we have no business taking on. I want us to go to a passage of scripture. Matthew. Chapter number 22. First book in the New Testament. Matthew. Matthew. Chapter number 22. And I want to look at verse number 35. We're going to read a few verses. The Bible says, then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him. When I see a scripture like this, I know it's a mess behind it. Because if you think you are smart enough to test Jesus, you can fill in those blanks. Testing him and saying, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And with all your mind. Is that in your Bible? This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now let me be clear. A lot of folk ain't trying to love nobody. They are simply trying to build up their tolerance. In other words. They ain't trying to love everybody. They are trying to learn how to tolerate people. Are we we doing all right? There is a definitional difference between loving and tolerating. I'm going to give you that fake smile until you get out my face. But when I love you and you don't treat me right, you may break my heart sometimes. You may make me add you to the prayer list that I have at my house so that the Lord can bless your life and open up your heart so that you can love like God wants you to love. Loving someone and tolerating them are two different things. Many people are praying for God to guide them on how to deal with certain people. But they miss what he told them to do first. Go back to verse number 37. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your Man, we will never be able to get to the second commandment if we cannot satisfy the first one come closer listen when our love for god is not where it needs to be we won't be able to find the peace that we need in our lives when our love for god is not where it needs to be We won't be able to treat people like we want to be treated. Some people are hateful simply because they ain't loving on God. Now I know you probably. say Say that preacher. Hallelujah. Glory. Got a question for you. The bad relationship that you have, I don't care who was with, and I don't care who made it bad. Can you take some ownership? I've come to the profound conclusion Then if I have a relationship with somebody and I feel some type of way. I'm just as wrong as they are. Follow me. Well how am I just as wrong? Because Jesus told me off top. You're going to have to love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and with all your mind so in other words if I'm feeling some type of way it's because my love for God ain't right Sean you didn't expect that did you I'm 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 angry with you, Ed, because you diss me, but as a child of God, if my love for God is right, I can get past it. So many of us, we are trying to make relationships work, we're trying to run behind folk, we We're doing all that we can do. We're phony. We're going to their birthday parties. And we're sending them a gift that somebody gave us for Christmas that we didn't want. And we're doing so many different things. But the truth of the matter is, I'm going to tell you what the Lord gave me today. The reason why we have so many broken relationships is simply because we ain't loving on God like we're supposed to. That's S-P-O-S-T-O, supposed to. (laughs) And look how the devil made us believe that it was everybody else's fault. When the truth of the matter is if my relationship with God is where it needs to be I can love, I can forgive I can keep moving I can give you a dime although you wouldn't give me a penny I can do what God wants me to do because my love for God is in the right place. I want you to turn somewhere else. Go to 1 John. 1 John, chapter number 3. 1 John is right in front of 2 John. (laughs) I'm just trying to help. 1 John, chapter number 3. Now, watch this. And and, and this is so deep. Now, we've seen these scriptures before, but... Sometimes we have to stop and uh, re-examine the scripture sometime. So we can really truly understand what God is trying to tell us. Now now, now watch this. Before I read the scripture, let me ask you something. Who are you without the spirit of God? I hear terrible. Nothing. Nothing nice. When we don't have the spirit of God. We are naughty by nature. We're gonna do what we wanna do. We're gonna say what we wanna say. And if people don't like it, too doggone bad. Somebody said you can kick rocks with no socks. That's who we are without the Spirit. So we're trying to get these relationships going, and, 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 and just just ride with me today. Today I'm paying for the gas. Don't even worry about it. We're going to circle around for a little while. I want to, want to learn you something. So I need the Spirit of God. You need the Spirit of God in order to make things right. Because if things are not right, I'm going to see things from my perspective. When I see things from my perspective, I'm leaning upon my own understanding. And the Bible already told me I can't trust my heart. And if I do, I'm a fool. So for me to have guidance and for me to have my steps ordered properly, I'm going to have to have the Spirit of God in me because the Spirit of God would never lead me to a place that I don't need to be. But let me explain this. Sometimes the spirit of God will lead you to a place that you don't want to be. Sometimes the spirit of God will lead us to a place that's uncomfortable. But it's not that God is trying to bash us. It's not that God is trying to do something to us. God is trying to grow us. Everything can not be peaches and cream. Sometimes some of their fruit got to be sour. Because if we don't taste the sour fruit, we won't have an appreciation. But oh, y'all already know what I'm talking about here. Now this is deep. Y'all ready for this? Look at John. First John, chapter number 3. Verse number 24. The Bible says, Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him. If we keep the Lord's commandments, the Bible says we are abiding in him, watch this. And he in him, in other words, when we keep God's commandment, we abide in God and God abides in us. So it's no longer us by ourselves, but we have God who's with us. Are are, are you with me? Watch this. And by this we know that he abides in us. How? By the spirit. Whom he has given us. How can we be right as children of God? We ain't talking about the folk that we consider heathens. We're talking about is today. How can we be right? Disobeying God. And not having the spirit. You didn't hear me. That's why I got quiet. Somebody said, what did he say? I want you to think about something. This is a trick of the enemy. Of course people are going to do you wrong. They did Jesus wrong. That's, That's life. But what the devil doesn't tell you is, you ain't supposed to hold on to that mess. But you can't respond to it correctly if you don't have the spirit. And you can't have the spirit if you're not obeying God's commandments. Are you, are you with me? So believe it or not, we need to stop focusing so much on trying to make ourselves cool and right with people. And go back to the drawing board. And make sure we make ourselves right. With God. Is this making sense brother hold. I didn't see this at first. All I can see is you. But I'm not seeing the reason why all I can see is you. Because I can't see him. Watch this. In order for us to have the right type of love for God we're going to have to spend some time with him how can we say we love God but we really ain't feeling somebody who's sitting right next to us How can we say that we have love for God and we can't stand the person who lives across the street from us? We got to have the right type of love for God in order to look past some stuff that doesn't sit well with us. Every Christian, every single Christian, if this has not happened to you, keep living. Every Christian, you're going to have to get past some stuff that broke your heart. But you can't get past it without the Holy Spirit. We're forcing relationships. Trying to make people love us. Kids do that. They come home crying from school. What's wrong? Billy said he don't want to play with me no more. But we teach him or her how to live and how to go to school and make good grades in spite of Billy. How is it that we can't get past stuff? Many people, they can't get past stuff because they never open their heart to love the Lord God with all of their heart all of their soul and all of their mind if God is occupying your heart there is no room for hate it ain't the other people it's us Because as children of God, we should know better. When we love God, we will love one another. I want y'all to know something here. When people act out, don't get ticked off. Pray for them. Let me tell you why. They are controlled by a spirit. That they can whoop. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you got knocked out before you even came in here today. Feel me on this. As children of God, those of us who meditate on the Word, read the Word, we pray, we we worship. It's challenging for us to do the things that we're supposed to do. How do you expect for a heathen, somebody who don't even give God the glory, give God the praise, somebody who don't have the Holy Spirit, how do you expect for that person to treat you right? We're getting somewhere. Hold on. So I'm of the belief as children of God. Instead of complaining about people, we need to be going back to Jesus saying, help me build a better relationship with you. Are you still in 1 John? I want you to be in chapter number 4. Look at verse number 7. The Bible starts with beloved. Let us love one another. For God is love. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Look at verse number 8. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Nobody should make you be able to get off your square. Y'all ain't hearing me today. I got to come down here. If you love God, what you upset for? The Bible says God is like. God's just cool with folk. Somebody say, yeah, that's what it says. Praise the Lord. It ain't say that. It ain't say that. What it say? God is what? God is love. So if I have God in me, then I'm gonna be. I don't know if I'm getting across, am I getting, are you understanding this? This is a whole different way of looking at this, couldn't stand you before I got here today, (laughs) realizing now it ain't you, it's me, cause I ain't loving on God enough. I thought because I gave my collection, sang a couple of songs, stood up and clapped, even shouted a little bit, I thought I was sanctified, born again. All that stuff, and here I am realizing it ain't you. It's me. Because I ain't loving on them. You know when my son comes to me with a problem from school. Um, he'll bring it to me. When I shape the problem and define the problem and give him a solution. He doesn't have to worry about that problem anymore. Because daddy has spoken. When the father speaks into our lives. We don't have to hold on to things and worry about the things that we used to worry about. Because the father has spoken. But when my relationship ain't where it needs to be with God. I'm going to have torp relationships all around me. Is this making sense, Sean? Slide down to verse number 20. We're still in chapter 4. The Bible says, If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he a lie. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen how can he love God whom he has not seen? Can I be real? I had a problem with that verse. I did. I know I don't like Mike. Because Mike talked too doggone much. God ain't never talked like that to me. That's why I love him. Can't stand him though. Talk too much. You know what the Bible is saying? The Bible is saying if your relationship is right with God and you really love him like you're supposed to. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, it's impossible for you to hate Mike. Y'all ain't getting this out you? It ain't got nothing to do with you. It got all to do with the relationship that I have with God. Women. Some of you got baby daddies. That you just call a donor. I feel that. But let me tell you something. When you walk around hating that man. Have a deep dislike for that man. He's winning. He's making you serve his father instead of you making him serve your father. Amen. See, see. Let me just say, because I understand that. And you say you don't understand, brother, brother Kenzie. Uh, there's times that I had to go without eating. There's times that I understand that. But look at you now. Don't worry about what you used to have to do. Talk about the right now blessings. You ain't hungry right now. God is blessing your life. If he don't want to give. You know some, 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 some brothers will quit their jobs. Just so they won't have to pay. But what I want to tell you is when your relationship with God is right. He'll open up a door for some money that you didn't even know that could have been open. You don't have to worry about, you don't have to run to his house, knock on his door, his girlfriend, his new girlfriend. She come to the door saying, why are you here? Now you about to put Vaseline on your face. That's too much. <laughs> See, I can preach like this because I know we saved, but we still hood. <laughs> You don't need to do all that. I understand it is, it it, it, it came to me. You are trying to fix relationships that are broken, but the main relationship that's really broken that you should be fixing is the relationship that you have with God. You ain't loving on them enough. We should wake up with God on our mind. Can't go a day without saying, I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, you, you, you know we, we don't have to walk around you know, folks say, how you doing? Oh, give it uh, honor to God who's the head of my life. Or, oh, Father. We don't have to do all that. I'm not saying that you have to be phony with it, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. When Jesus is in you, you don't have to have a t-shirt on that says, I believe in Jesus. They're going to see it in the way you walk. Your speech is going to be different. Your swag is going to be different. You don't take things to heart like other folk do. Why? Because you got your relationship right. Look how long we've been trying to fix stuff that's broken. You've been trying to get me to dig you for two years. You've been unsuccessful. And here it is, God is like, what about us? What about the relationship that we should be building with him? If we build a good relationship with God, he's going to work every other relationship out. And, and, and let me tell you something. Some relationships ain't going to be worked out. They're going to be moved out. Y'all, don't, y'all ain't getting this out yet. See, God is not going to place everybody in our lives on a permanent basis. Some folk are going to be like pilgrims. They're just traveling through your life. But let me tell you something. When you have God in your life. Even when God allows a heathen to come into your life. Learn something from the heathen. This may sound strange but it's in the Bible. Some folk will swear for God. And put everything on their dead homies. For whatever that's supposed to mean. Putting it on little June bug. They put it on everything. Everything that they love the Lord. But they don't have the right heart towards somebody. Now I know. um, This may come across as being a little deep. But I believe. If we want to be saved. We should be searching the scripture. Digging deeper. No point in you trying to change somebody else. If you ain't figured it out by now, you can't change nobody. The only person that you can change with God is yourself because you can't even change yourself. There are some places that Jeff said that he would never go. Never. Got called 10, 12 times at the place. (laughs) God has to change us. Are y'all getting this? I got to love him. That means I got to study. It doesn't mean that I have to go to theology school, but I have to get me some scriptures that keep me anchored. When I start to go left, I need these scriptures to pull me right back to where I need to be. I can't get right with you if my love for God ain't right. God is not looking for a Sunday morning love affair. He's looking for a lifetime commitment. I'm going to go a little deeper and then I'm going to run out of here. This is the main reason That our houses are falling apart. Somebody said it must be something in the water. But I say it must be something in our relationship with the Lord. I want to show you how the Apostle Paul talks about our relationship. And I thought this text was really uh, stunning. I've read it many times but you know sometimes when you study and you look at scripture and other scripture comes into your mind and sometimes you, 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 you go back to some familiar passages and they just click just like Legos. They, they make more sense than they did when you first read them. I want to show you how the Apostle Paul talks about church folk then he talks about Spouses, then he talks about kids, all in the same passage. Now, I want you to turn over to the book of Colossians. Chapter number three. We're gonna look at verse number twelve. I'm almost done. Oh, and by the way, let me take a, a, a station identification break. I want to tell some of y'all this. Look, if, if if I preach a little longer, it's not my fault. Let me tell you why. Some time ago, I was gonna hang a clock up there, so I can see. How long I've been preaching. And they stopped me. So I have no concept. of What time it is. So it ain't my fault. That is all. Now. But seriously let's get back here. I love this. I couldn't wait to see you today. Look at verse 12. Colossians 3 and 12. Y'all there? this the Bible says therefore as the elect of God who is Paul talking about he's talking about a specific group of people see this can't apply to everybody the elect of God that's us those who are saved set apart sanctified to do the work of God in other words he's saying Therefore, church, and we're not talking about the building, we're talking about the people. He said, therefore, as the elect of God, this is how I want you to be, holy and beloved. Put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness. Long suffering. In other words, he's letting you know you, 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 you're going to have to put these things on because they just don't come naturally. He's not talking to the heathen because the heathen ain't trying to hit this. He's saying, Those of us who are in the body of Christ, I need you to put on this. And look what he says long suffering. In other words, you know, the thing that you're trying to accomplish, you may not be able to accomplish it right, right away. You're going to have to long suffer sometimes that means when you get on your knees and pray when you get up it may not be knocking at your door you may have to wait a little while on god sometimes he says bearing with one another we're talking about the church now he said i want y'all to bear with one another forgiving one another quit holding grudges Somebody in the church, now I'm going to say this, and I'm glad that we put these things on YouTube because I want folk out there who are watching me, and I appreciate you. I, I I want these people to understand, some of these individuals have left the church because somebody hurt their feelings. I need you to come back to the Lord's church. That's what I need you to do. See, see, listen, you got to understand, you can't get mad at Sister Smith or, 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 or Brother John. You can't get mad at those individuals. See, a lot of folk don't have a relationship with God like they're supposed to have a relationship with God. They're just in the church house. That's why they got a funky attitude. That's why when you sin, they can't get over it. Every time they look at you, they see the dirty person that you told them that you were. You confided inside of them. You told them your deepest, darkest secret. And now they're using it against you and they're telling everybody in the church. I know it's embarrassing. But there's heathens in the church too. There's some heathens in this house. There's some heathens in this house. I wish y'all understood what I was talking about. Listen, I want folks to come back to the church. Email me, call me, come back. Don't let nobody chase you away from the Lord's church. Don't do it. Don't do it. You got to understand, forgive them. They didn't have the right relationship with God. If you did something and you repent for it, we should be rejoicing. The Bible said, heaven is... How is it that heaven can rejoice when a sinner turns their life around to Christ but we still talk about him? That's because our relationship is not right with God. He's talking to the the church. He's like, look, you got to put on some long-suffering. Bear with one another. Forgive one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do I get so tired of lying church folk. <laughs> Acting like you ain't never did nothing wrong. You're doing something wrong now, you're lying to me. We all have sin. Quit trying to act like Jesus dropped you off from the cloud in the sky to Lansing Church of Christ and gonna come back and pick you up after I get through preaching. We got to ask for God's mercy. Amen. I get up every day and pray. I read my Bible. I don't care. <laughs> the devil knows scripture too. And I quote many of us under the chair. The Bible says get your, get your life right. But God. Amen. God forgave you. Think about this. Think about one sin that you committed that you can remember I know, I know it's hard to think of one just suppose if God held that one against you I don't know about you but I know about me I got a whole bunch of sins that I need God to keep on the low Y'all understand what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about them no more. So if I want God to forgive me, I have to be able to forgive. Now how am I going to forgive? I can't forgive if my relationship ain't right with God. I'm talking about how you playing me, but look how I'm playing God. If I love God like I supposed to, what you say and do will never matter. Is this making sense? It made sense to me when I read it. I could have walked here today. Look what he says. But above all these things, what did he say? Put on love. How you going to put on love and you don't have God? The Bible says God is what? Quit saying you love me. And you know you don't love God. People say they love you because you ain't messing with them. Let something happen. See, love covers a multitude of sins. If you truly love me, you will bear with me. Then the Bible says we need to bear with one another. We need to long suffer. When you love me, if I, if I mess up, don't kick me to the curb. And that's another thing in the church. You know, folk who are watching, keep watching. Listen. So many people in the church, the only thing they know how to do is talk about disfellowship. I'm gonna disfellowship you. I'm gonna talk to Brother Bullock. Brother Bullock, he's gonna write that letter. He's gonna write that letter. We're gonna sign. I don't care how many letters you write, I just want my name written in heaven. I don't care what you write. We need these people to come back to the Lord's house. Their souls are in jeopardy. We gotta forgive But look what she did Look what you did Somebody Always got something To say But this is a place Of forgiveness I ought to be able to go to any brother here And lay my head on his shoulder and cry Let it all out Pray for me and with me brother that brother should not go back home and tell his wife hey Lavelle getting a little weak in the pants on me I mean he was all up on me I'm like dang dang y'all understanding this listen if we don't support each other who's going to support us and let me tell you something Just because you are related to somebody or y'all best friends, it doesn't have nothing to do with the spirit that they have in them. A demonic spirit can enter into your mother's heart. That spirit can wear her out and have her wearing you out. Are y'all understanding this? So, 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 I can't, of a team that spirit that you got in you I can't whoop them. that's your fight but what I can do is make sure I have Jesus so when he leave you he don't come to me are you understanding this it's not the people that we think it is it's our relationship or lack of let's keep reading because I got to get out of here listen It says above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection. Now watch this. Now it says and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. In other words the decisions that you make let peace rule. The things that you said that you're going to do let peace rule. You don't know what that means do you? Let me put it this way look at the things that paul talked about he said put on holiness put on tender mercies kindness humility meekness long-suffering bury one another forgive one another just like christ forgave you then he said above all these things put on love then he says and let the peace what does that mean brother kenzie i'll tell you what it means you ain't gonna have no peace if you can't have those other things You're always going to have something to worry about, something that you're worrying with in your spirit. The Bible teaches us if we want to be in a space that we have peace, we're going to have to put on all these other things. But guess what? Some of those things that we put on is just not for us. It's so that we can help protect our brother and sister in Christ. When you come to me with a problem. It is not my job to go tell the church what you're going through. It's my responsibility as a child of God, as a forgiven child of God, to give you comfort in the word of God. So many people, they just talk too much. If you know that you can't give nobody advice without taking their business to someone else, stop them. Brother, come to you, I need to talk to you about me and my wife. I'm just going to be real, bro. I'm like a broken refrigerator. I can't hold nothing. Maybe you want to try somebody else. Now, I want to know what it is, but I'm sure going to tell it. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Y'all getting this? Paul dealing with the church right now. He's saying, hey, forgive one another. So you made a big mistake. Your name in the paper. Everybody saw it. Folk who don't even get the paper got the paper. You got to go get the time. Well, I ain't see it. Go to Walgreens. on the, They got a heap of them. Go get yourself one. But when your relationship is right with God, you will feel embarrassed for your brother or sister. You don't want to front them. You want to help them. Look what it says. He's talking to the church. He says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. In other words, the decisions that you make, let the peace of God. Think about it. When you make a, a, a decision and you're at peace, how is that decision? It's a better decision because you got to think about it. When somebody wants you to make a knee jerk reaction decision, how is that compulsion? He said, let it rule in your hearts. In other words, no matter what happens, let God's peace be dominant. Calm yourself down. You have a relationship with God. Look at this. To which also you were called in the body. He says, Look, let the peace of God rule your heart. And he said, Don't forget you in the church. Do y'all see that? He said, And be what? Thankful. But Lord, I'm going through something. Be thankful, it didn't take you out. Lord, I can't hardly deal with it. Be thankful that you can hardly deal with it and be thankful that it didn't tear you completely apart. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. You know what, sometimes just by singing church, just by singing in the congregation, you can minister to somebody who came in here low in spirit. You can sing, oh how great thou art. You don't know how it feels when someone is down and they don't know where to go, and they just happen to stumble up in the corridors of here, and they come in here and they sit down, and we're singing, "Our God is awesome." Some people can't look at the Bible and and, and, and understand when the Bible says, "I tell you they that thou sayest that thou mayest do it that well, that thou mayest do it that not." Some people can't understand that, but they can understand, "My God is awesome." They can understand that. But you're coming in here on one. You ticked off. Neither one of y'all singing. Song lead about to die. Are y'all, he's still talking to the church. I'm almost done. I just got like another hour and a half. Are y'all with me? Y'all with me? He's talking to the church. He's like, sing. Encourage somebody. know I hear some bass, I hear some altos, some sopranos, I I hear some tenors, and I hear some undefined (laughs) tunes. But he said make a joyful noise. (laughs) You ain't sinning. And you know what? Ain't nothing like hearing somebody sing off key. And they really sing it to the Lord, though. They'll keep going, won't they? My God is awesome! They'll sing it. But you know what? To them, they in a pocket. They in a pocket. It ain't about the tone. It's about what he can do for me, what he has done for me. I'm letting you know, I may not can sing, but my God is Awesome! I'm almost done, but I ain't quite there yet. Look what he says. Singing how with grace in your heart. You got to get that mean stuff out of you. Coming in here. Soon Sean, get up. I know he going to sing that one song. He's sing that one song all the time. I get so tired <laughs> of singing that one song. And I know Jeff going to get up right back him. Don't matter how many times we sing it. Think about it. When we listen to R&B, don't act like you don't listen to R&B. Come on. Come on. You know you do. People are like, R&B, what is that? Don't matter how many times you hear It's songs that come on that's been out since the 70s. And you hear the boy, oh, it takes you all the way back. You know what I'm saying? And some of us, we know we can't sing, and we be singing like Smokey Robinson. And we sound like him to us. You know what I'm saying? But those songs, they do something to us. They remind us of where we were. How we were doing and and how things were, you know, uh, 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 you know, so, so, but, 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 but when we come into the house of the Lord, those songs should remind us of the relationship that we have with God. How awesome he is. How I know that I don't deserve anything. But he looked down on me and said, let me give him some breath. So he can get up today and everything that's wrong, he can get it right. I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus that cleanses all unrighteousness. I need the blood of Jesus. We can't sing nothing but the blood of Jesus too much. Why? Because we're always going to need it. That's why the Bible says sing with grace. Be thankful. It's all right if you want to stand up. No folk back in the day say, you ain't got to stand up. Don't take all that. You be quiet. You sitting there like Jesus ain't did nothing for you. Like he didn't get up. Don't you tell me how to Praise my God. You don't know what God has brought me through all these days. When I was crying, I didn't call your crib. When I had have money to feed my kids, I didn't call your crib. When I lost my job, I didn't call your crib. So don't tell me how to praise my God when I come into the house of the Lord. Sometimes you got to stand up and give him the praise. Think about it. Think about it. We got so much rhythm in us. We can be in the grocery store. And a song playing. We push the basket. We gonna stop on the basket. We gonna... Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Ain't nothing wrong with getting up and giving God the praise. Folk got a problem with that. Let them have a problem with that. But let me tell you something. One day. You may know why we shout. And why we stand up and why we hold our hands up and clap our hands. One day you may realize I now know that God is real because He's done something for me that I couldn't do for myself. Ed, you got me preaching long. I'm trying to get out of here, man. Listen, I'm almost done, but I want to show you how Paul shifts gears. It's like he's in a racing car. Now, he talks about the church. Y'all got to sing. Y'all got to forgive one another. Y'all got to bear with one another. Then Then he says, look at 17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. He's saying God is always the reason. Giving thanks to God, the Father through him. So in other words, no matter what goes on, When you're forgiven, forgive in the name of Jesus. When you're loving, love in the name of Jesus. When you're praying, pray in the name of Jesus. When you're struggling, go to God and tell him, Lord, I'm struggling, but I'm still going to keep your name on my lips. I'm still going to give you the praise that you deserve because you are my God and you never left my side. Now watch this. Y'all looking? Paul is gone. He done shifted from first gear. Out of nowhere. He come to verse 18. He been talking about the church. Now he going to your house. Y'all see this? What did he say? Wives. Now, Now stop right there. I ain't going to preach about marriage today. Nope. But I'm going to say this. A lot of times when we get to scriptures like this, we say, wives, somebody in the audience, and husbands. It ain't say that. It didn't say that. Cut that out. Get your relationship right now. Look what it says. Wives, submit to your own husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Now watch this. Watch how this ties together so beautifully. If my relationship with God is right if I'm loving him with all my heart my mind and my soul as a woman I can submit To my husband. Because that's pleasing to God. Relationships struggle. Because they're trying to love on one another. Instead of first loving on. Oh y'all starting to get this. (laughs) Now. What makes me come home at night. I forgot, I'm in Lansing. Y'all some wild people up in here. <laughs> My love for God. Look what he says. He goes from the church and he goes to the house. He said, why I submit to your own husband? In other words, that dude on your job is telling you how cute you are. He just there for a moment. He married, you married. And you know, you know what he's going to tell you? Now look, we ain't got no relationship. I'm just here for a minute. My woman ain't doing me right. I know your man ain't doing you right. So we need to do each other right. Right? Oh yeah, I talk about all of it. Somebody getting scared right now. I knew they told Brother Kenzie what happened. I knew. Get those dudes out your head. Even if you, ain't, you and your man ain't on good terms right now, it ain't about that relationship. It's about that relationship. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you, are, when you are tight with God, you don't need to go on the outside. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. A man on the outside of your relationship, he always going to tell you what you want to hear. That's what he do you think the devil gonna come to you and scare you telling you you gonna go to hell if you follow me Now he gonna say God ain't gonna do nothing to you look what he did to Eve are y'all understanding this this ain't too deep is it look how Paul goes to the house guess what it all started though at it all started with you loving God folk just want to get married all the time you can't get married in your relationship with God ain't right Cause that's gonna come some time when y'all ain't gonna feel each other. But you don't understand, brother Kenzie. When we get to loving, I'm telling you, loving is gonna be the first thing that gets stopped. All right, I'm leaving that. And I know some folk. They like they in the in the in the audience. 19. Read 19. We finna get there. He always stay on 18. Now he going to read 19 for 30 seconds and he gone. (laughs) Husbands. Love your wives. And do not. Be bitter. Toward them. Now men. We got to put up with some craziness. But the Bible says. Take it down a notch. Jeff, you looking at me like the Bible don't say this. (laughs) You looking at me like, really? But think about it. I mean, I wanted to bring this to you because I wanted it to make sense to you. Think about it. When you are angry, y'all don't make sense to one another. Right? So the only relationship that does make sense is the one that I have with God. So when we ain't cool and ain't talking, instead of me listening to my homie, I got to listen to Jesus. The Bible says don't be bitter. In other words, when things ain't coming together the way you want them to come together, don't treat her wrong. You got to love upon her. And you can't love upon her if you ain't loving up on Jesus. That's it. I'm almost done. I think I don't warm my welcome. Look how Paul shifts from the spouses in the house. I told you he was just going. Look where he goes next. Children. Kids, children, whatever you want to call them. He's chilling time. <laughs> What do he say? Children Obey Your classmates Cause they know everything What does it say? You know I'm going to do something I'm going to do something. Which one of y'all can read over here? Which one of y'all can read? Anybody can read? You can read? You sure? Okay. Okay, because what this is going to do right here is going to give you some, some strength. You ready for this? See, because I'm going to give you something that's going to empower you, so when your parents tell you something, you're going to have something to tell them. You ready for this? Where are your, where, where your parents at? You over there? You over there? <laughs> he said, "You better not embarrass." See, that's that's an old school daddy. <laughs> now, now you know. Now I can tell the way he is right now. He, he's old school, and I know he says a lot of things, right? So I'm finna give you a weapon to use against him, right? When he tell you what to do, you know, when he coming at you, wrong. You know what I'm saying? You go to Colossians chapter number three. And you got to flip real fast, though. Colossians chapter three, and read. Uh, 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 verse number 20 for me. What does it say? Right here. Mm-hmm. Children, obey your parents in all things. Wait, how, how many things? All. For this is well pleasing to the Lord. Mm. Well, you may not want to use that verse. <laughs> Kids. I know y'all don't think we know what we're talking about. And it seems like we don't. And I'm going to tell y'all something that y'all probably didn't know. We weren't born grown. I got baby pictures to prove it. But look at how the Apostle Paul goes from the church to the spouses to the kids. He says obey your parents in all things even the things that you don't think they know what they're talking about. But look what he says. What does he say? For this is well pleasing to who? To the Lord. So in other words it all starts with a relationship where? So the parents have to bring Jesus into the house. Is this making sense y'all? If the relationship in the house does not consist of Jesus. How are the children going to know how to obey and be pleasing to the Lord? Fathers. That, that, that's you now. Do not provoke your children. Lest they become discouraged. And I, I'm from the old school too. And and sometimes my daddy raises up inside of me. It's like he just in me. I remember I used to say, man, that's a mean dude. Y'all look at him. Y'all like, he's so nice. Y'all don't know him. Y'all don't know him. But I find myself doing some of the same things. But guess what? We got to learn how to talk to our children in love. It's important. We got to give them a lot of love. And guess where we're going to get that love from? from? Y'all understand this? Everything starts with God. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Bond servants, obeying all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men please us, but in uh, sincerity of heart, fearing God. You may be wondering, well, how are you going to explain that, Brother Kenzie? Stop showing up late for work. Stop leaving early. I done lost the crowd now. They like, they like he meddling, that ain't preaching. Your office at home should not look like your office at work, but their supplies. Don't steal all that stuff from work. You got to act like you know who God is. All right, I ain't going to get too many amens on that one. I'm just, just going to keep going. And whatever you do, this is what I like. Do it how? How? To who? And not to who? Because if you're loving me, Lisa, for me, that's going to get old. You got to love me because you love God. Because that will help you to look over my foolishness. You ain't weak. Oh, it seemed like you're weak. When you loving and somebody ain't reciprocating, folk don't believe in reciprocity no more. When they ain't reciprocating the love, it, may, it look like they're making a fool of you, but don't worry about it. You got to understand, that ain't the only relationship that's going on. You're trying to keep the relationship between you and God cool. Because you're loving him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Look what it says. Knowing that from the Lord. See, here we go back to him. You can't get rid of him, can you? Knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ. It ain't like you're serving people. It may seem like you are. No. When you love, you are serving God. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done. And there is no partiality. You see how the Apostle Paul went to the church, to the house, the spouses, the kids, went to the job. He's telling you, hey, whatever you do, Make sure that relationship you got with God is tight. Because as long as that relationship is tight, he's going to put everything else in place. Made sense to you today, church? Does it it really make sense to you? Listen, if you're not a child of God, you come today by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. If you are a child of God and you know that You need to be forgiven. You need to repent. Or you just need prayer. Come and ask for some prayer. Ask yourself this. Did I get past the first commandment? Or am I still trying to love on God? And that's a real question. Are you still trying to love on God? Or have you got past that that, that one commandment and now you can start loving on someone else? Because you know what? See... If you can't love God, how are you going to love me? If you can't love God, how are you going to love yourself? Which one of y'all singing? What you got? Learning to, lean on Jesus. Learning to lean on Jesus. Good song. So listen. I've put it as simple as I can make it. Take the blame off of folk. Put it on yourself when you're going through and you, you can't let stuff go just just say to yourself i need to learn learn to uh, i need to just learn to uh, uh, love on god just a little bit more lord i need to lean on you just a little bit more don't worry about what the people are doing because folk are going to be folk people are going to do what they're going to do even if they can't talk no more they'll write it down they're going to do what they're going to do but I just want you to know today, and I love uh, uh, teaching us like this because this is good stuff. It's about the relationship you got with God. It ain't about the relationship that folk are trying to uh, destroy in your life. Don't worry about that stuff. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? And his righteousness. Isn't that what the Bible say? And all these things will be what? God will give it to you. But seek him first. Make sure that relationship is right. And you will be surprised how much strength God will give you. You don't need to hate nobody. You don't need to to, to put nobody down. What you need to do is learn how to stay in your lane and love on Jesus. The more folk try to hurt you, the more you need to love on Jesus. When that relationship is good, the Bible says the peace of God. Let it rule your heart. In other words, you ain't gonna make me act a fool. Why? Because I'm acting out in peace. That makes sense? Come on up here, Jeff. We're all looking at you, Jeff. Why don't we stand up on our feet and give God